0: This is the Patriot Radio News Hour, brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group. For all your gold and silver buying needs, call them at 1-800-951-0592 or log on to allamericangold.com. Broadcast for Wednesday, February the 17th, 2016. Hey, good morning and welcome. It's the Patriot Radio News Hour. We're glad you joined us. February seventeenth, two thousand sixteen, in the year of our Lord, we welcome you. My name's Homer Lopez. What do we do? Wealth insurance, the physical delivery of gold and silver, legal, lawful tender. Give us a call anytime at one eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Or you can give us or you can go check us out online at allamericangold.com. Not only can you order online, look at the products there, but you can check out the news to disturb the comfortable we don't tell you what to think, but we certainly give you something to think about. This show is brought to you. It is the opinion of. It is paid for by the owner, the president of the company. His name's Joe J. Quint. How are you this morning, Joe? It's Hump Day. Hump by Day. By. You, you know, know what? It's, it's Hump
1: Day. It's, Ramon reminded me this morning that it's Wednesday.
0: It's, it's already Wednesday. Yeah, we had that President's Day off, and I'm, i You know what blows me away? It's the 17th of February already. Halloween came and went. You know, next month's holiday, Halloween, Valentine's, it's scary to me. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) you know, Valentine's came and went. What's up on the agenda next? St. Patty's Day? March Madness? Easter. Now, isn't Easter in April? Because it's February well, March. It, it
1: depends on the no. calendar. Yes, sometimes A- it's in March, sometimes it's in April.
0: Easter is? Yes. You're crazy. I'm not. It's always in April. It's not. You're wrong again. You said AJ Styles wrestled in ECW. Never did. Not once. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, you were wrong uh, again.
1: You were wrong you're again. You're just wrong. You don't know what you're talking
0: about. So you're telling me that Easter sometimes happens in March? Absolutely. Anybody want to correct us out there? I,
1: I guarantee it. All right, know I'm right. You know what? We'll google it over the break, but you I know sure that. It sometimes right. happens in March. You're correct. During March. It's Miranda. March 27th this year. Thank March you. March 27th wow. even this year. Wow.
0: See, my I actually goodness. listen. See, because of you, you have been proven correct. Look, I made you look good. It's my job to make you look good. Because darling, it's better to look good so than So, you know, the know field what's going
1: to happen is it's going to screw up all the data. Is that right going Right, it's gonna, of course holidays? it's going to be. It's going to be all messed up now. You know what? Well, the sales weren't good because Easter was early this year or Easter was later or it's winter, you know.
0: Well, I just, you know, I always look at everything by the holidays because we do have March Madness and the basketball, which I consider to be a holiday. I love that basketball <laughs> season. We've got St. Patrick's Day. Right, that kills Day's.
1: productivity, Saint right, all Patty's that stuff.
0: Day. And then right around the corner, corner summer of golf. You
1: know, I, I don't normally do this, but there was a uh, – I actually know this guy, Tom Kuiper. He does a lot of things here in the Valley with uh, kids'
0: sports. Yeah, he's a youth basketball Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, and he does he, uh, work uh, over at the Indian college and, college and – uh, he writes a little thing, a uh, weekly thing in the in the paper,
0: The Republic. Yeah, one the, of their one of their pieces
1: little in their inserts, and I just was it took me back to to my childhood a little bit and I thought I'd share it with everybody. For those of you who are still here and survived the 60s, 70s and 80s, I ask how did we do it? We didn't have all the bells and whistles that kids have today, but yet we still made it. I only had one pair of tennis shoes. I wore those shoes to school, to practice, to church, and even basketball games. I even wore them as baseball cleats. Could you imagine playing baseball without cleats? I don't even have, I didn't even have a fancy gym bag with my team's name written on the side of it to carry, t- to carry my basketball shoes. I wonder if that long walk from the car to the gym would have worn a hole in my soul like it apparently does with our kids today. Maybe the parking lot pavement, pavement is made up differently today. We played flag football on the street in front of our house and no one even got hit by a car. Though we did have a few scraped up knees and elbows, we didn't even have real flags with fancy belts and fluorescent colors. We tucked our socks into our waistband. When it was time for a water break, we actually drank water from a hose, not from a bottle. On special days, one of our moms would bring out Kool-Aid that was our sports drink, and it worked just fine. We made up games with tennis balls and a stick. We played for hours. Our parents may or may not have known where we were. Well, isn't that true? We had one rule. First, when you got home, get out, followed by be back before dark. I mean, no, that, was, that was the rule. And we knew it was time to come home, there you go, when the street lights came on. I rode my bike without a helmet, wrist pads, elbow pads, knee pads, none of that. I played most of my youth basketball games on outside courts. We practiced on those courts two nights a week. Then I'd wear the same shoes to church the following Sunday. We actually had church clothes. Our parents let us figure out our own differences as arguments over judgment calls happened all the time. Somehow we learned how to settle issues on our own without mommy stepping in. How is it possible? One of my favorite games to play at recess was dodgeball. And sometimes we got hit in the face and it hurt. No one ever yelled head safety. One of the other favorite games we played a lot was Red Rover, Red Rover, where we would run as fast and as hard as we could and try to break through the outstretched, connected arms of the other team. Sometimes that hurt too. Whatever happened to those things? This is the new America, ladies and gentlemen. Patriot Radio News Hour, a little flashback. We'll be back after the break. Radio News Hour, Double J and the Love. Happy Hump Day to everybody. I promise we're going to get to uh, what we do here. Uh, We're going to finish our conversation about cash. Is it over? Is the death of cash coming? Matter of fact, Larry Summers was everywhere today. He was on television this morning, the Wall Street Journal's writing about it, talking about the... The death of cash. We we. If you missed yesterday's show, go out to AllAmericanGold.com. Click on the radio button where we read the Bank of America literature that now requires Wendy or my wife when they go to make deposits that have cash in it. They now must show valid identification. Yes, to put money into your own account. Think about that for a minute. My, 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 have things changed. You know, the article this morning by Tom Kuiper just made me laugh because, you know, that's how we did it. You know, uh, I remember when I played Little League, my dad ran the Little League in our town. I, I tell the story all the time, it was $10. I want to say when I turned 13, I think it went to 12 That was how much it cost to play Little League in the town that I grew up in. And you got a T-shirt with the sponsor. I played for Craner Oil. I still remember Craner Oil. It had a number on the back, and you got the the, the cheesy hat, not the you know the, the adjustable with the meshing in the back, you know the one. Oh, yeah. And that was your
0: uniform. Yeah, I played for several of the Little League teams. I remember uh, Western Seed. I remember playing Western Seed, Blinko Farms, uh, Ronco Electric, and all I'll, I'll tell you is this is recently I'm going to my 30th uh, class reunion and we're putting together newspaper clippings from when we were a kid. You know, when I was a kid in uh, seventh grade, I was in a, a theater play and a uh, ticket for our junior high showing of Whistle Stop, a 50s operetta, was <laughs> 50 cents for students and a dollar for parents. And if you'd like to bring the whole family, you can get the whole family in for three dollars. Three
1: dollars. I mean so, that down. What,
0: you know, I, I really <laughs> felt old. I really felt old when I was reading. I'm like, gosh, that's giving it away. You know, but back then maybe that was more money, right?
1: Well, you know, and the thing about it is uh today my, my youngest who's now thirteen, he is a he's a I'm fortunate I have two sons, they're both good athletes. My thirteen year old plays on a club basketball team which, when I was growing up, those things did not exist. You played, when it was football, you played football. When it was basketball, you played basketball. When it was baseball, you played baseball. And and the like closest, the article. Let me said ask you
0: something, The closest thing to club back then was if you made the All Star team. Made the All Star team, right. Right, yeah. Okay. Right. I mean, uh whether it was football or baseball. And then you go basketball. play yeah, you go play the
1: team from the you know, a town over or yeah, something. Maybe, I mean that was maybe you
0: got two or three games out of that, but that was it. That Season was, it. was over after all star game.
1: And and uh and talking about he was talking about the bags, right, walking in. And my son's club team boy, they got it all. They got the bag. It's got their name on it. It's got their number on it. It's got the club logo on it. Right? And heaven forbid you walk with your basketball shoes into the gymnasium, you know, on the blacktop. And, you know, our rule was simple. You got a brand-new pair of shoes when school started. And then the shoes you had – when you got those brand-new pair of shoes, those became the play shoes. And and if you had grown, right, if your feet had grown, right, those play shoes were pretty much, you know, your big toe was about ready to come out of the out of the shoe and all that. But that was how it went.
0: Well, duct tape was a big Duck Duct tape, you bet. On uh, the old Adidas Absolutely. there or whether you were Nike. If you were lucky, you had Adidas or Nike. If not, you had Kmart Fall Aparts, as we called them. And uh, I'll just tell you that, man, you're reminding me of when I was a kid. That, that's exactly how we did it, you know. My mom, you know, we could think, stretch a dollar. You think
1: about why no one can make it anymore. Why is it that all of these kids well, out there the thing,
0: you're not need saying. Mommy and Daddy to support them? But to, to go along with the, the name on the bag, the, the pair of tennis shoes, the uniform and all that, don't forget... They're wearing slider shoes. It's like part of uniform, right? It is. The flip-flops, sliders. They're they're called slides. Slides, right. To the game. That's what you wear because you don't want to get pebbles in your shoes. I'm thinking about
1: $10 for a whole season. I pay $140 a month in basketball dues. Then that doesn't even include the games. And then the tournaments come, you know, on the weekend. That's another $40. I mean... It's crazy,
0: guys. It's expensive. Here's the other thing. You know what? I, I I just saw these. Well, I didn't just see them. Over the holidays, I bought my pair of uh, my uh, my son a pair of those NBA socks. You know, today the socks even are special. <laughs> Sixteen dollars for one pair of socks. Now, don't get me wrong. They're cool. They got LeBron on them. Okay, but that's what we're paying, and all the kids are wearing them. We're paying $16 for a pair of socks.
1: Well, there you go. And and uh, I don't know. I just I read that, and I figure, you know what? I've got to share it because it just, just, I mean, I'm 45. So, you know, you go back. My oldest is now 13. So I think we paid $12 to play Little League. And I didn't even, I, I could be wrong, but I don't think basketball cost anything. Now, we i did get a pair you got one pair of basketball shoes and that was your your athletic shoe that was your shoe for the whole year as well so i got a pair of, i got two pairs of shoes and then i had my play clothes and i had my school clothes and then you had your church stuff
0: our little league basketball they they gave you the reversible mesh jerseys right, colors right you know uh, and at the end of the season, you turned them in. Let me tell you, you you could be in trouble with the rank smell of who's. Oh yeah, who's it was right. horrible.
1: These are we turned I our mean, in and out, and you know you had the shorty shorts yeah. back then. <laughs> the Johnny Stockton. You, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> right, yeah. And I don't think you paid anything. And so you know you think about you know it's only been thirty years, and I've gone. We well, you went from essentially nothing i want to say just for my son to play you're looking at uh over two hundred dollars a month and then his school team you know they he he was uh played for his junior high and it was 45 dollars to play for his school and you know he got the mesh the mesh little thing that you're talking about uh, it wasn't even reversible it was just one one color with a number on it for forty five dollars to play for his school, and when you get to high school, that forty five dollars turns into hundreds of dollars. My son, who my oldest now, he is a sophomore. He's going to be uh, going into his junior year. He started on the varsity football team as a sophomore. It cost me and my wife nine
0: hundred and seventy five dollars for my son to play varsity football at his school. Makes you wonder how families are doing it, because you're one of how many kids right. on, at $375
1: one $1 for the actual season, and then they have this camp and that camp. And
0: well, think how big Chandler Hamilton is. Think how big Brophy's football program is. What does it cost to play I mean, there? What know? are our kids going to face? What are
1: hey hey mom and dad can you help out because your grandson wants to play football this year and uh it's going to cost about 5 grand. You know, your 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 granddaughter, she wants to go play soccer. Yeah, and they want $8,700. Can you help us out? I mean, that, I mean this is really uh It's fascinating. then you think about uh, what we talked about yesterday, where the the crackdown on on cash is begun in earnest. Uh, Larry Summers, the guy that lost or won uh, with Janet Yellen as who was going to be the next chairman of the Federal Reserve. And they were talking about, you know, he wrote this big op ed about how they want to get rid of cash because, you know, terrorists use it. Drug drugs drug dealers use it. Uh, just ask Colorado. All of those, you know, le- marijuana has been legalized there. There's not a
0: bank that will touch that money. Isn't that legal or not? We don't care. We don't want it. Well, you know what's interesting? I just got a text from one of our favorite people, and not to leave the girls out in the expense of raising our daughters, but uh, our, our good friend Christina just said, "Guess what? Cheer cost a year." Tra- cheer, cheerleading. Cheer, no, well, there's cheer. There's cheer competition. They're traveling to Florida, traveling to California. These okay. girls go on the road after they. While they develop so their just skills, like a, like any, any they other go to practice sport. five and six days a week as well. They have ankle surgery. They tumble. That costs a lot of money. Seven k a year for your daughter to participate in cheer. And, and that doesn't really account you know, what that, it costs for the parents those girls to get are into actually, the game to provide no, have to pay sports to it and all course. the all That's what
1: I'm saying. That's on top. On top. I go to watch my son play a basketball game. If me and my wife both go, it's $16. This, then that's the cheap one, $16 a day to go watch them play two games. Yeah. Yep. And, and if on Sunday they don't do well, you, only may have, you may have paid $16 to watch one game.
0: So my daughter was in four productions a year. Each production, we chipped in 160 bucks per production uh, the day of the show. It cost me $18 for my seat. It's a wonderful process we have here. I'm here to tell you. I'm here to tell you, and it's not getting any cheaper, folks. Christina takes her daughter to Florida, uh, uh, Georgia, uh, California, whatever, as she's growing up for competition. Now, granted, this young lady is now cheering in college, okay? Her daughter, Shelby, is cheering in college, okay? What... What pride, how much did it cost her from beginning to end to get to well, this Well, I'll point? say this.
1: You know what? And and any of you out there, if you have uh, smaller kids, take that money and just put it into tutors. I mean, because I guarantee if you, if, if I took the money I spent on our kids for club sports, I mean, I'd have two Einsteins. i got to believe I would. You know? But, you know, when you graduate high school, if you got, I mean, you're talking about, hey, yeah, you're a Victorian, or you're in the top, you know, 10 or 20 kids. You're going to go wherever you want.
0: you got to believe that. Right? you got to believe it. Christina believes, she just texted me, she believes her daughter, the amount of money she invested from the time she started chair of the young child right. until she graduated high school, her daughter could be at Harvard. Right, right. now, right. Okay. <laughs> We're just backwards. We're just backwards. I mean, that, you got to count every gas tank you filled, <laughs> every meal you fed her afterwards, oh, lunch, all that all stuff, that stuff all that stuff, what's it costing us just to raise our kids, we're not talking about rent, we're not talking about your insurance, we're not talking about health care, right, we're and not then We, you know, we talk about the price of that one kid. And we kid
1: around, and we joke around about how these kids in their 20s, 30s, and mommy and daddy are still helping, you know, helping out you know, they're paying their cell phone bills. I know parents, and I'm not lying, they are helping their kids pay their mortgages. Because they are in a house, because that's the only house they could have, they, they, they bought a house, they can't actually afford the payments, but mommy and daddy are helping them pay them. And you kind of start to understand. You know, they sit there and they say there's no inflation and there's no this and there's no that. And, and
0: yes, times
1: change, but it's,
0: wow, it costs a lot. I got to tell you, and and I never read the right book on uh, um, raising kids. I, I honestly feel that. we I've just done the best <laughs> I could. I don't know if there's the right book. out. I remember my mother telling me. Son, I didn't read the right book in raising you. I don't know if I'm doing everything right, but you seem to be doing all right, even though I messed up a lot as a kid. But I had some really good advice given to me right before Austin went into college. And he said, do your best you can to support your son, but whatever you do, don't you, don't you and Pam, me and my wife, take out personal loans on your son because see that gentleman over there, and we were at the park at the 4th of July in Rupert. He goes, he's losing his house. He bankrolled and financed everything for his two kids' colleges and everything that he worked for. He's losing. Is it getting any easier? It doesn't seem like it's getting doesn't, any easier for anyone, it? doesn't seem does.
1: like it is. And really, it, it, and all of sudden, the debt has gone all the way down now. I mean, they want to put you in debt as early as possible. When we get back, who's going to pay for all this debt? Why are they going after the cash? And what does it mean for those of you that quote-unquote hoard cash? Patriot Radio News Hour, rolled we'll back after the
0: break. Yesterday, when I was young, so many happy songs were waiting to be sung. So many wild pleasures lay in store
1: for me, and so much pain, my dazzled eyes... Welcome
0: back, it's the Patriot Radio the hour News Hour, NewsHour. Ramona, Come on. is that... Freddie Fender? I'm trying to think. Yesterday, when I was young, I have no idea who that was. The show, but was a Freddie Fender. Out. The,
1: the the whole show just took a right turn. Oh, it? it did because Total we're right we're, turn.
0: we're lamenting on our childhood and how much our parents had to pay as opposed to. Yeah, what? I'm just starting to think about you know how much better my
1: life would be if we'd go back to that. Well, listen. See, we're treating our orchid.
0: kids like we're treating our kids like pros. And look, don't get me wrong. I understand it, but children's sports is a business.
1: I'm gonna tell you right now, it's and this a is business. PSA, whatever you want to call it, parents, you have to just understand. Some kids and this is and I've coached basketball for over twenty years. Homer will will testify. Some you're just born with it. And, and specifically in a few sports, basketball probably being the the biggest one, which is, hey, the Lord touched this one and didn't touch that one. And all of this, well, you know, the the uh, paying for all the lessons and all this stuff, I mean, he, either he's an athlete or he ain't. Yeah, but I get it,
0: you parents that don't understand. I get it. Well, basketball's easy. You throw the ball up, it goes in the hole. That's as simple. We'll teach, we can teach our kid to do that. You can't. It's not like when we grew up anymore, either. Yeah, by it the really way, isn't. no one shoots a granny shot anymore except for Kurt Johnson. I'm just telling you, <laughs> no one shoots a granny <laughs> shot anymore. I, I, I just, I, I just, uh, I, times have changed in raising your children in today's sports, and the cost of it, the bottom line is this. Any sport right now, we haven't even touched on how expensive girls' volleyball is boys' volleyball, hockey, all the other sports out there, and the expense to families because we don't want to let our kids down. You have to be able to participate. we got to find a way to do it. And bottom line is this, it's okay to say no. That's one thing I, I your kids have to hear it once in a while because what are they going to do, get to adult life and vote for Bernie? No, 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 i got to get it for free. you got to you get it for get, free. Hey, I want to make the USA Olympic team. Bernie said I could be on it. <laughs> and you've got to put me on the Olympic team because Bernie said so. Bernie said so. I'm a participant. There's no tryout. I get to be on the team.
1: So yesterday we were talking about. I'm going to try to segue back into the show here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to pull it off or not. We we're talking about uh, the op-ed, Larry Sanders, and then talking about the banning of the. In his words was. It said the hundred dollar bill, but he said, "Hey, fifty, hundred, you know, at least a hundred. Take out the fifty as well. And and where where is it all leading up to? And and the answer is really simple. You know, I was talking to one of my customers just yesterday. We we're having this great conversation, and 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 we're talking about where I think things are heading. And and quite honestly, maybe it goes ten years if we're lucky." Chances are, probably by, you know, in the next maybe five years.
0: Wait, elaborate.
1: Five I'm going to get there. What? I'm going to get what? there. And I'll be on the air saying, I'm not t- accepting cash anymore. And the example I used was, you know, my uncle used to run. I didn't want us to think, I think, and I could be wrong on this, but I think he, one of his, he actually had it in one of his commercials. You know that you know that we play, you know, played on the air back in the day. And I know as as he was trying to educate people on how we did business. One of his favorite sayings used to be that we didn't care how you paid for it. Right? If you want to send a bank wire, if you want to send a personal check, if you want to use a credit card, if you want to pay cash, if you want. To send us a third-party check from Guam. Why Guam, I don't know, but that's the example he used. Because it's a say. funny word. <laughs> third-party check from Guam. We don't care. I will not take a third-party check. Won't happen. It just won't happen. You know won't what? Won't happen.
0: I even think back in those days, if somebody said, hey, Eric, I got this car, he might borrow it. Oh, still
1: he did that plenty of times. But, you know, we, we no longer accept third-party checks. course this was right after the financial crisis and i remember the last one we took and i actually remember who it was but it was so bad the i got a letter from my bank saying if i did not fill out they sent this like 20 page form if i did not fill it out They were going to immediately freeze my account, and he had to to answer all of these questions and are you a check cashing, are you this, are you that, and and to the point where essentially they just made it so difficult that we just can't do it anymore. I can't dedicate that amount of time, and now with the cash, it's starting. I see the whole process starting. Well, now you got to show ID. To deposit money. To deposit money. I'm illegally putting money <laughs> in somebody else's account. You that you even make do no that. Sense. Could you imagine? Hey, I just want to be a good Samaritan, and I'm going to deposit, you know, $100. into. Give me the 10 people with negative balances. I'm going to put $100 in their accounts or whatever it may be. No, uh, can you show, we need to see your ID.
0: Well, I'll just tell you this. The days of, of Andy and Opie and, uh, you know, the Andy Griffith show where grandma would call the bank and say, I want to give my grandson uh, $50 in his account. Right. Would you do that for me? Uh, yes, yes Absolutely. ma'am. Absolutely. Now, I get it, check and ID and all that stuff, but those days are gone. We gotta get. Do, do we have to accept this change is coming regardless of who becomes president or who's in charge? Cause it's set, right? Well, this yeah. is the thing. You know, here's the problem.
1: The media is going to convince us all they they'll be and you can already hear them on the TV you can hear them in The Wall Street Journal today well of course why would we want to have cash I mean only bad people use it and and you start thinking about you know what what is going to come next but you really I think the bigger issue is really what's the real issue because the real issue isn't terrorism it isn't The real issue isn't drugs. The real issue isn't tax evasion. Listen, people have been avoiding taxes since they invented taxes, (laughs) right? Part of the reason why our founding fathers didn't want to have taxes, right? You, 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 You raise money for the government through tariffs. But the issue really is it all has to do with debt. Because they already know. And they've known it for a long time. You know, Donald Trump talks about we're in $19 trillion in debt. Do You know, if you took all the IRAs, you know, that, that they convinced us all we needed to have. There's only $7 trillion. That's it. I mean, think about it. If the Dow goes back to 6,000, which is a lot of people saying it's gonna. I guess what? Oh, then there'll only be three trillion. What's gonna happen? We're gonna talk about some of the scenarios that were laid out in the last forty-eight hours. The death of cash. How far away is it? Pedro News Hour. We'll back after the break. Patriot Radio News Hour, our toll free number 800 951 0592. Gold right now is up uh, 4 bucks, $1,212. Uh, online, you'll see it up 12 but from New York close to New York open, gold's up $4. Uh, silver, it's up five, $0.06, $15.40, uh, and we're talking about cash. You know, Bank of America produced this nice little uh, piece of literature in, in English
0: and Spanish. It really looks like a bookmark.
1: Yeah, it does. Right, like an oversized bookmark. That's a great way of describing it. And, and you know their they're, they're big line in this, we're making change to help us better manage the risk associated with cash transactions which really is the beginning of the end. Uh, the European Union, they actually have a 500-euro note. Uh, they voted over the week, uh, over, uh, either this weekend or Monday, to eliminate that note. And now they're talking about eliminating the $100 bill. And, and that's going to bring a little bit. But we're talking about maybe... I mean, you think about the money. Most of the money that's that's been printed, a lot of it sits at one of the Federal Reserve banks and never really sees the light of day. But you think about the money that's actually out there. It's in your wallet. Maybe it's in your safe at home. Uh, It's at the supermarkets. Right? It's at the drugstores, the clothing stores. You take all the change that's in your council of your car. Maybe you're like me, and you've got all this change stashed up over the years. You take it all. And you get what we saw. And we've seen it throughout history. This isn't new. I want anyone to think this is new. Governments have been doing this for a long, long time. Go back to 1933. Really, what was that? Return your money. And we're going to give you a brand new kind of money. And they're going to come out one of these days, and they're going to say, and they'll use some excuse like terrorism or drugs or what have you, or maybe they'll package up three or four different things. And they'll say on such and such a day, all of your money needs to be turned in in other words if you don't put the money into the bank after said date we will consider that money to be worthless right the one a great example that comes to mind was the russian ruble You essentially had X amount of days, whether it's 30, 60, 90 days, whatever it is. And you need to have it all put into the bank by then if you want to get the new money. And, of course, who wouldn't do that? I mean, could you imagine all the people coming to the bank with all of their change? Right? i got to get this change in there because it's going to be worth nothing, and i got to have the new money. Right? If they're going to, who knows what the exchange will be. You're going to get, for every $100, you're going to get a $10 electronic credit because that's what I think it's going to be. I I actually think now it's going to be some form of an electronic-type currency. And you start thinking about the questions that they're going to ask. Because I don't think you're going to be able to get away with just showing them your ID. Right? You show up to the bank and you've got 10. Maybe you're real, uh, really out there. I mean, you've got the tinfoil on extra thick. And maybe you've got $30,000, dollars $50,000 in cash. They'll have a nice little form for you to fill out. I'm sure of it. So, Mr. Smith, how is it that you came into possession of this kind of money? You know, and they're going to crawl in and and uh, get knee deep, get knee deep in it, right? You know what? Tell you what, we're going to do, Mr. Smith. Oh,
0: you won it in the football pool, did you?
1: Yeah. Well,
0: here's what we're going to do. We're
1: just going to take half of that. You know, and, and and if you're lucky, only half. And we'll just say that, uh, you know, you probably try to break some law or skirt some taxes or whatever. We'll just take half, and we'll leave you the other half. If done, they may take all of it. I don't know. But the reason really is very simple. It's because the government needs to confiscate it because of the debt. The problem is, even when you take up all, think about what I just said, all of the change, all of the cash, all of it's out of everywhere, you may, maybe get a trillion dollars. That won't even be enough for the federal deficit in 2020. trillion dollars won't get it done. They're going to need something even bigger, right? So the next biggest piece is all of those IRAs out there. You know, yesterday we were were talking about uh, the article that I was sharing with you. And in the final segment, we're going to talk about what Jacob Walensky said, the three things that are most likely to happen My guess would be probably right after cash confiscation with your retirement account. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. Final statement, Patriot Radio News Hour. So the government decides because of terrorism and tax evasion and whatever other things they can come up with, we're gonna change the money, and everyone needs to turn in their cash. That only is about that's all about a trillion dollars. Problem is the government goes into hawk a trillion dollars a year, and and that's that's the good that's the good stuff. It only gets worse. They've got a, a national debt of nineteen trillion, unfunded liabilities of forty two trillion. You get the picture. So if you think the seven point three trillion in your IRA account, if you think it's inconceivable for the government to quote unquote borrow your retirement savings, just consider the following. Borrowing retirement funds is becoming a popular tactic. Forced loans that have been a common tactic to bankrupt governments throughout history. Plus, there's precedences all over the world. Hungary, France, Ireland, Poland, among the many governments that have resorted to borrowing public and private pension funds. We do it all the time here. Every time there's a shutdown where Congress can't agree on on how much more to go into debt and they do a government shutdown, the debt ceilings, as they like to call them, you know what they do? You know what part of their extraordinary measures are?
0: I thought the shutdown was an extraordinary
1: measure. Right. Well, part of the the way they keep the government afloat while the shutdown is going on is they go into the pension funds and take all the money out of them. That's what they do. They quote unquote borrow it, and then they promise to put it back later. I mean, since since 2011, we've already we've done that twice. In, in less than five years, they've dipped into the federal retirement funds and borrowed anything that they've needed. Of course, they're paving the way to borrow your retirement savings for a long time. Two years ago, the government launched a new initiative called Help Americans Save for Retirement. They call it the My MyRA, like My IRA, My MyRA. Where they want all of us to to go in and, and buy U.S. Treasury bonds with, with your retirement account.
0: I believe it was two years ago, Obama. That's his plan. That's his the plan. Ma- oh, yeah.
1: YRA. It was about two years ago he introduced that plan. So you think about all of these things, and seriously, this isn't a, a maybe. This is where we're going. If you don't believe me, try to write me a third-party check. Eric took them for years. This is my, what, 13th, 14th year. Up until about three years ago, we took them. I won't take another one. Can't, won't be done. If Bank of America has invested enough money to, to have this fancy oversized bookmark written in English and Spanish about putting cash in the bank, what do you think is coming? So all of you hoarders out there, get ready. Because you're an evil doer. Gold up five. We got the Fed Minutes coming out. Is it going to be dovish? Is it going to be another gold rally? 800-951-0592. Everyone take care. Have a great day.